Hello and good afternoon from Albuquerque, New Mexico. We have a fun topic to talk about today. I've been wanting to do a podcast on this for like three weeks. I've done several of these podcasts before, but if you did not know, my podcast was deleted after the Associated Press got a hold of my name somehow. I don't even know how. I keep wondering that too. Like of all the podcasts in the world, how did they get a hold of my name? And why why did they delete my podcast anyways? That's a podcast for another day. Today I want to talk about a really popular subject right now, and that's vaccines. Vaccines. Um, I find it an interesting subject to talk about because it's something I have dealt with and talked about for 13 years. And the reason why it even became on vaccines, like the whole topic in general became something that was on my radar is because I became a mother. And when you become a mother, regardless of your age, a first time mother, all of a sudden that is that vaccine thing is brought up to your face. And for me personally, I had a home birth with my firstborn and my second. Um, So I didn't really have all that pressure from doctors. First, I'm about to play you a press conference uh, when the coronavirus, quote unquote, broke in 2020. This was in March of 2020. This is on Fox Business. And here you go. This this in a somewhat different form. But it is known as a malaria drug and it's been around for a long time and it's very powerful. But the nice part is it's been around for a long time. So we know that if it if if things don't go as uh, planned, it's not going to kill anybody. So love Trump or hate him. He always told us from the get go that there was a natural cure for the Wuhan flu here. And um, we didn't need this vaccine, but people demanded it. So here we are. This next clip I'm going to play is from a deposition. This is Stanley Plotkin, P-L-O-T-K-I-N. He is under oath in 2018 talking about how he uses humans for vaccines. Um, Have you ever used orphans to study an experimental vaccine? Yes. Have you ever used the mentally handicapped to study an experimental vaccine? Um, I don't recollect ever doing studies in uh, mentally handicapped individuals. Um, uh, at the time, in the 1960s, it was not an uncommon uh, practice. from what's been previously 
marked as uh, Exhibit 7. That's not what got marked as Exhibit 7. That got the task force was 7. Oh. So this should be 42. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, so, and, and well, in any event, he's, you're, you're not denying that, that, that you, that you, Attenuation of RA273 rubella virus in WI38 human diploid cells. Are you familiar with that article? Yes. Uh, in that article, one of the things it says uh, is 13, is, is one of the things it says is 13 seronegative mentally retarded children were given RA273 vaccine. Okay, well, that, that's, in that case, that's what I did. Okay. Um, have you ever expressed that it's better to perform experiments on those less likely to be able to contribute to society, uh, such as children with handicap, than with children without or adults without handicaps? Uh, I don't remember specifically, but it's uh, possible. Uh, and again, I repeat that in the 1960s, uh, that was more or less uh, common practice. Um, I've since changed my mind, but um, uh, those were, that was a long time ago. Do you remember ever writing a, uh, to the editor of Ethics on Human Experimentation? schedule contain MRC5 human diploid cells? Yes. What are these? 
uh, rubella, uh, varicella, hepatitis A,
who use the well, you know, when you file the patent, there's usually an inventor listed, and then there's who you, the patent's assigned to. Um, well, the patents were taken out by Wistar and Children's Hospital, if that's what you mean. Uh, okay. And, and so the, they were the ones who had the rights to the patent? Yes. Okay. Um, how much remuneration to date have you received from sales of Rotatech? Uh, I couldn't tell you exactly, but it's been a considerable amount. Okay. Has it been in the millions? Uh, I hesitate to say exactly. Uh, it could be, um, but I, I, I really do not know. Were you, you were entitled, so you indicated that uh, Children's Hospital Philadelphia, is that, is that sometimes referred to as CHOP? Yes. Okay. Um, CHOP was entitled to receive revenue from the sale of Rototech? Yes. Okay. And what portion from the sale of Rototech was CHOP entitled to? Well, as I understand it, 50%. percent of that 50 were you entitled to? I don't know. Okay. Do you know how much revenue CHOP received from the sale of Rototech? I do not. Did there ever come a time where CHOP sold its interest in the Rototech virus? I believe, I believe so, yes. Do you remember how much approximately it was sold for? No. sold its Rotatech interest in 2008 for $182 million? 
I have no reason to doubt it. Did you receive a portion of those proceeds? I believe so, yes. And what was that amount? I could not tell you precisely. I really can't. I, I don't do these things for the money, and uh, although it's gratifying to uh, receive monetary awards, uh, I don't personally keep track of it. And again, if I had realized this was going to be the tone of this deposition, I would have asked my wife to, to come along. You, you, you're, you're here today opining that Faith should receive vaccines that are made by the big four pharmaceutical companies, correct? I am, yes. Okay. And you didn't anticipate that your financial dealings with those companies would be relevant to that issue? Uh, I guess, uh, no, I did not perceive that that was relevant uh, to my opinion as to whether a child should receive vaccines. Vaccines have to be made by somebody, and of course, uh, in this world, they're made by pharmaceutical companies who make profits on vaccines. And the fact that they make profits on vaccines has, has no bearing on whether those vaccines are good for a child or not. So you think the fact that pharmaceutical companies make money on vaccines doesn't bias how they approach the promotion of their own products? I imagine it biases them in favor of vaccines, but so does um, uh, most of the scientific world. Are you saying most of the most scientific world is biased because of financial and No, I'm saying that most of the scientific world believes that vaccines protect children against serious diseases. Do you have a peer-reviewed study that actually supports what you just said? Absolutely, yes. Okay, good. We'll, we'll, we'll make a demand for that, too. Um, well, you can certainly buy a copy of the vaccines textbook, which contains thousands of references showing that vaccines work and are safe. Um, so, from the $182 million sale to CHOP, that, that CHOP made to Royalty Pharma, do you believe that you received more or less than a million dollars? I could, could have received more than a million dollars. I don't have an exact figure. Right, you're you stated earlier that your co-inventor on this patent was Paul Offit. Yes. Okay. Were you entitled to similar remuneration as he was? Yes. Okay. Are you aware that he has stated publicly how much he's received from that sale? I'm not aware that he has. Okay. Uh, if I told you he said that he received approximately $6 million, would that... Is it, would that would that would that help you recall how much you received? Uh, not really, but I believe whatever Paul has said, I'm sure is correct. Um, so, is six million dollars a lot of money in your opinion? Yes. If you received six million dollars, you think you'd remember? <laughs> Actually, counselor, no, I, I I'm. I hesitate to say this because it sounds as if um, I'm uh, some sort of idiot, but I really do not follow what income I get. 
is, is I, I have no doubt that it was a lot of money, uh, but uh, I cannot give you an exact figure. I actually do not read my own tax returns. I say that in complete honesty. So not getting pressure from doctors is really helpful because I soon learned after my daughter was born that that pressure is real. So I'm going to take you all the way back to 2008, the year my daughter was born. I'll never forget asking my midwife, hey, everybody's talking to me about vaccines. Um, what do I do? And she and I was looking for genuine advice. I was looking for someone just to tell me what to do, and I likely would have done it. So if she would have been like, "Oh, get a vaccine, get vaccines, they're the best thing since God itself," then maybe I would have done that, gone that route. But what she told me was such brilliant and beautiful advice, and I wish more people got advice like this. She said, "Mel." Why don't you let your daughter build her own immune system for the for the first year of her life since you're breastfeeding and she's getting all that natural antibodies and immunities and all those things anyway, do research and see what you feel like after that year. So that's exactly what I did. I started doing research. And when I say research, it's so easy to find um, the information you want to back up the ideas you have. But when you go into researching something with no bad or good idea about it to begin with, you really get unbiased research in my opinion. So what I started doing and what I still love to do when I, when I do research is go straight to horses' mouths, right? I like to hear stories from doctors, from parents, things like that. Well, in 2008, when my daughter was born, Jenny McCarthy, I think that's how you say her name, uh, was coming out pretty publicly about her son be, being affected by the MMR shot, which is mumps, measles, and rubella. And she claimed that that shot gave her son autism. And she wrote a book about it, and it, and I decided to read that book. So I'm as I'm reading this book, um, I, I'm thinking, dang... I don't know if I want to do this. You know, my baby, I'm holding her. She's brand new at this point. And um, I have everybody in my ear, including the news, which I didn't know was as fake as I know now. And, um, you know, putting that fear into you. Like if you don't do this or there's an outbreak going out, because every year it seems like there's an outbreak of something. And so um, I just started really praying and just and really looking up you know, the ingredients of these things, uh, how they started, blah, blah, blah. And then it would lead you down rabbit trails. Well, one of the biggest things for my family in particular, and for a lot of people, I still hear this to this day in 2021, is um, the polio vaccine's a good vaccine. And, you know, each person is entitled to their opinion, and I'm not here to change somebody's opinion at all. I'm, I'm here to talk to people who are looking... Uh, at, for peop other people's stories, really, um, and what what I think about things I've learned about, and maybe you haven't had the chance or something to do this research. Anyways, in my family in particular, um, my grandfather, he was a gold miner, and he decided to go to the Philippine Islands 
right around World War II. And when it broke out, he ended up getting stuck there with my grandmother, who came about a you know a few months later. He wrote a book about all this. It's called God's Arms Around Us, if you ever want to look it up. Um, but anyways, he wrote a book about this journey, and it's, this book changed my life. So he and my grandmother and their three kids were stuck out there, and um, he contracted polio. They also contracted malaria. Um, I mean, a lot of things could have killed them out there. And by God's graces, they lived and they were able to come back to California, have several more kids, which number, I believe nine was my mother, nine kids later. And now I'm here to tell a story on podcasting, which didn't even exist. So in a way I'm carrying on my grandfather's legacy, right? Keep on trucking grandfather. He'd be so proud of me in heaven, I bet. Um, and so my grandfather came back with a permanent damage from polio. So when my mom was in school, they started, you know, and I truly believe polio, and this is again, my opinion, y'all don't go saying, Oh, Dr. Mel. No, I, this is my opinion. You can look it up. You can do your own research and form your own opinion. I, but in my opinion, I believe that after world war two, there were a lot of people coming back sick from polio. And if you don't know how polio spread, it is spread from poop. So that's basically bad hygiene. Like you have bad water maybe, or bad hygiene, and you're getting feces from something and getting it in your mouth and your immune system so weak, it can't fight the polio. Because like a lot of diseases and viruses, our body given the right, um, you know, vitamins, nutrients, minerals, all that stuff is strong enough to fight a lot of diseases and sicknesses, right? But instead we play God and try to help God out, you know, oh, here, let me take a vaccine to help God out. And next thing you know, there's a lot more cancer, a lot more autism. Look, just look at the last 40 years of childhood cancer and autism. When I was growing up, it was non-existent pretty much. And now in 2021, it's like one in 60 kids, probably less. It's insane. Anyways, and I do blame the vaccines for this. I really, really do. And this has nothing to do with where we're at now with the Rona at all. Like nothing. My opinion started 13 years ago. And that's why I felt it was important to come on here and talk about this because it's crazy to me where we're at now with vaccines is, I mean, these, I don't want to say these people because we're all brothers and sisters when we come to Jesus Christ. But a lot of these people are, they have demons in them and they don't believe in Jesus and they are angry people and they're angry that you're not doing whatever to to get in line and hello, Nazi Germany. Like, did people not live there? And remember and like tell their grandkids and grandkids and grandkids, like, why do we have to repeat history to keep telling our grandkids how not to do things and our kids' kids? It's pretty nuts, y'all. And for me, I started standing up against this tyranny with the dang mask. And so to see it come to the vaccine now is mind blowing to me. I really didn't think society would get this depraved. But I digress. Let's. Okay, going back. Now, you got to realize a lot of the reasons these vaccines, including the polio vaccine, have ever been pushed on the public was due to 
uh, celebrities. And if you know nothing about Hollywood, I'm sorry. Um, it's evil and they don't have good plans for you. But people love these people like Elvis Presley pushed the polio vaccine. Look it up. Marilyn Monroe pushed the polio vaccine. Look it up. If you know nothing about those two people, again, maybe I'll do a podcast about them because it's so interesting, all this stuff. Um, and I could do a podcast literally about each of those people, where they came from. It, it's really interesting. But they have them over there pushing this vaccine. So fast forward 2021 with the Rona, they have the same. It's the same thing. It's like history repeating itself. It's crazy. What What's your favorite Hollywood star if you have one still? And look, they took it. And they even did it with Trump, which is weird because to me, like, I don't care if Trump takes the vaccine, that it's not going to change. Like, are people that weak that we ha- can't make? Yes. The answer is yes. Um, and it's really unfortunate, really unfortunate. But I, what's cool about this movement that's going on in the world right now is that people are starting to find their own voice, their own truth, and really not give two, two shakes about other people's opinions, you know, most of us have lost all of our friends that have spoke up against evil, basically. And I don't know why that's happened exactly. But it it is what it is, you know, and we all keep moving forward. And if you do something, knowing it's for the better of society, like not going into socialism, then you keep on talking, and you don't stop. And when it comes to these vaccines, I can't change the one parent's choice, but if one, if this can plant one seed into a parent's soul, because really think about things. We all have a gut instinct, but so many of us are so good. We have been so trained at dismissing that. And if you feel it, you know it, listen to it, you know, you know, you know, um, So anyways, I'm, you know, my daughter's, the year comes up and I'm talking to her dad about all the stuff that I'm learning. And I thank God he got on board with me too, because I see so many people that argue about this stuff. And if like us, we're divorced now, I couldn't imagine fighting with him about getting who, like if I was the way I am and he was the way a lot of people are, it would suck to have to like, I would take this to court. You know what I mean? That's how strong I feel about this. So why do I feel that strong about this? Why would I take it to court? Because just let's go to basics. There was a lady who called poison control. And she was like, hey, if I give my daughter aluminum, is that okay? And the guy's like, what? Yeah, if I give, him, give her a little aluminum like to drink. What about mercury? What about DNA from cows or humans? You know, she keeps asking them all the ingredients that are in these vaccines, which if you don't believe me, I'm going to play a clip at the very end of a doctor, not a doctor. I don't even know what he is. I'll tell you at the end um, when I post the clip because I don't want to miss, you know, quote his title. But he was he's a maker of vaccines and he laughs when they ask all the human parts they use for these vaccines. He thinks that's hilarious. And. I question if any of these, what we call elites, even take this crap. If they have a different, I, because if you understand that there's something natural for everything, 
the pharma company goes out of business. And who makes the most money right now? Oil and farms, pharmaceuticals. They don't want you better. They want you sick. And, and they want you sick starting with infancy. Did you know, and I don't know if a lot of parents know this, and you should, that they give the first vaccines to your babies the, the second they're born pretty much, you, maybe an hour or two later. And it's hepatitis, uh, hepatitis, I want to say B, and I think I'm right on that, and a vitamin K shot. And the hepatitis shot is for STDs, basically needle users, Babies aren't doing that stuff. Why are they giving that to babies the day, the second they're born? And vitamin K is for blood clotting, which they'll have to do if you circumcise because your baby will bleed to death, you know. But if you're not circumcising the baby, I mean, even biblically, they didn't, they waited seven days. You know why? Because that's when your blood starts clotting. Did they know that then? No. Huh. God's funny that way, isn't he? How he just protects us from everything. So... Anyways, um, if you gave your kid this stuff, like you, they would take your child away from you. And that's exactly what poison control said to that lady. Like, do I need to call CYFD on you? Like, what the hell's wrong with you? And we don't ask that question about these vaccines. We blindly go and walk in and take our sweet, innocent children with us, drag them in there with no choice but the one of us, you know, and and get these things. And I don't know the exact number, but I know when I was a kid, it was a, in the teenish maybe that we got by the time we were fully grown. And now I think it's like 70 something by the kid's first year. It's insane. And they inspect these little babies to not be affected by all these heavy metals and toxins when they're not even a year old yet. It's mind blowing to me. And now here we are, fast forward to this, this newest one. This newest one has a new technology. If you didn't know, it's called mRNA. And if I can find a nice, I have so many recordings of it, but a nice um, description of what that is. So many people are like, oh, it's not bad. It changes your DNA. It's a DNA. Like God did not make you with mRNA, mRNA DNA. How it's not good. I don't care what doctor, scientist, Fauci fraud told you that. Like it's not good. And they try to say it's FDA approved, and it's not. And so these people are walking around thinking they're do something better for the betterment of society when God knows what's going to happen to them in the next three years. This thing isn't even improved. And now all these until twenty twenty three, the one that they is FDA approved isn't even available in this country. People need to wake up, I, and it's not even for me. I don't even care because I'm protecting my family. I feel like with my choices, other people feel like they're protecting their family with their choices. But you know what? Their protection comes with a severe side effects in many many cases that cannot be fixed and not even that but you can't even financially do anything about it so not only do you have an autistic child or you know there's teenagers with this new Gardasil one that are jacked up in wheelchairs and things like that um, instant death for some of these people just because they wanted to protect themselves from something that they might not even get that most likely if they did get just like the Rona they could survive 
We need to turn this country and our lives back to God is to me the bottom line. Because if we started trusting God from day one with the birth of our children even, I could do a whole podcast of just about home birth because, you know, taking that birth experience and putting it into a hospital can cause a lot of problems. And birth is a very natural part of life, just like our immune system. But we are trained from birth to lean and expect someone else to help us when we have the power within us. So I'm going to leave it with that, I think is a good, you know, starter on this. If you have any questions or anything, feel free to find me on my Instagram, my TikTok, or my Facebook. I'm on Instagram the most, TikTok second most, and Facebook last. I personally hate Facebook because they have deleted me, like I said, so many times. Um, But it is what it is. I'm going to leave you with a couple clips that I promised you. And may God bless you. Thank you, Lord, for bringing these people here. May you just guide them along the process that they need for that's best for their families. If there is anybody listening right now whose child or family member has been injured or a friend by a vaccine, Lord, I just pray that you supernaturally heal us, Lord. Heal us and just take the scales off the people's eyes to give more faith in Bill Gates than they do you. I pray that we just turn back to you, turn back to the understanding of who Jesus Christ was, that he died on that cross for our sins. And I just thank you for the people listening. In Jesus' name, flood the airways with your spirit, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So all this to say, make your choices, but make them wisely and own them when you make them. Don't make them out of fear. Don't make them uh, because someone else told you to. Don't make them because you want to go on a vacation. Make your choices based on sound, real science, not the scientism where you, you know, want to hope that someday it might be true. It's not, you know, it's just not. Um, And if, you know, for 13 years, my kid went to school, I had to do a religious exemption. It was very simple to do. And I just stated the fact that I do not put aborted babies in my baby. I got it notarized and every nine months center, you know, had to do it. But now she doesn't go to school because I don't want her to get brainwashed and she's not going to wear a mask. So here we are. I hope you all have a wonderful day. God bless.